It is episode 93. Today we discussed uh, collaboration updates from Ignite and some recent uh, updates out to apps like Teams and Whiteboard. I am Michael Askins, architect and technologist, and this is the Technology Architecture Solution Engineering Show in the virtual studio with me. We have... Dev. I remembered this time. Last <laughs> episode, I missed it. I was off on the timing to get your screen on at that same time, though. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here we are. We're both we're both back and better than ever. Uh, getting another getting another recording uh, laid down for you all. We wanted to touch on a couple things. Number one, if this makes it to video, you see who our primary sponsor is scrolling across the bottom. Uh, we are sponsored by Aspirant. Uh, Aspirant is a management and technology company uh, that is uh, focused on providing you know, integrated expertise, making sure that uh, your needs from a business perspective and a technology perspective are covered. Um, we've had several shows on the ITP show that has um, some leaders of, of the Aspiring team. I think I mentioned this last time uh, we've had some conversations with. So we'll try to remember to link some of them uh, below. So if you haven't caught those episodes, please do. Uh, we don't have such the release cadence over there as we do here. Um, so we're here ready, uh, back and better than ever, ready to go. So I wanted to bring up a couple of topics. Uh, first one out of the gate is that the updates for Whiteboard came out and I'm super happy. Um, those of you who are with with Aspirant, who are our listeners as well, will know that you know we use uh, a bunch of different tools there. One of them is uh, Miro, and I was a big Mural fan. And just because Whiteboard just didn't quite get it, we weren't able to do the sticky note thing as well. Uh, we didn't have the ability to drop shapes and icons and drop objects inside of Whiteboard. Uh, we do now. So that integrated app inside of Teams or standalone on your on your mobile device or on your tablet. Um, I won't say it's parity with those other services, but it is it is definitely uh, there. And the security model is integrated with Active Directory, which in my mind from a security mindset is wonderful. <laughs> that to me is one of the biggest deals. I know we can do SSO with some of those services and I know you can control and marshal, marshal those. And I'm not, not casting aspersions, besmirching them. They are, they are great solutions. Um, they are really well-defined. They are point solutions. Uh, I just think it's uh, pretty cool that we're able to now do some of these things inside of the whiteboard ecosystem. Uh, they embed really well. If you want to have a team meeting, they embed really well on a tab. Uh, they become persistent and they're able to be shared. Uh, so, you know, when you're in a team uh, meeting, you can you can refer to what was covered. So I thought that was super awesome. Um, you mentioned on the last show something, Dev, uh, that we said that, hey, let's not talk about that too much here because we wanted to talk about it, you know, on another show. Uh, that was what, you know, earlier in the week, I think, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> our lives have been a whirlwind trying to close out the year, right? And yep. uh, th that, that product, I believe, was uh, Microsoft Loop. And you wanted to talk to maybe... I know you had some challenges with Loop uh, when it first got announced uh, during Ignite. So we, we've heard about Fluid Framework for a while. And uh, I'm going to ask you to talk to our business users who maybe are not in the Microsoft ecosystem that follow us to hear what the trends are in, in, in the world uh, from a technology perspective. Uh, Fluid Framework and Loop, uh, g give me a 50,000 foot Passover for, for the general audience with Microsoft Loop, uh, which is built on Fluid Framework is. Yeah, so Microsoft Loop is a... 
as well as Microsoft likes to call it, at least from what they have when they announced it at Ignite, is a flexible canvas uh, for people to work in, um, which is uh, kind of, it almost reminds me, I feel like almost a little bit of a combination between whiteboard, Microsoft whiteboard and Teams, almost which is it's the best way I can describe it for people who have used the rest of the Microsoft stacks. Slow your roll. Wait, so there is whiteboard and teams. Why loop? <laughs> why loop is a good question. And that's why I, that's a question I asked a lot uh, for, for various different reasons. Um, and I think more so, I think some of the, the gripes I have around it potentially is not necessarily the product itself, but the fact that they're marketing it as a separate product. Um, because I feel like it's something that could have been probably, which it will be incorporated into teams in some capacity. It's first going to be deployed yeah. to teams. Yeah. So yeah. With building, loop right? components and the flu is the fluid framework is, is great. You know, it, it's a brand new way of working different things as far as live components and editing things live and be able to drop those different components into email teams, chats, the whole nine word documents, you know, with everything. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but just lo looking at loop and what it does and how it's structured and organized is it's kind of like teams in a sense that you can like have the, the it's not just channel. It's not channels on the side, but you know, the, the, the different files and stuff like that. And I'm assuming that these different, we'll say loop workspaces. I don't know what they're actually called. They're called loop workspaces. Oh, they are. Oh, I just, I just, <laughs> you've been around Microsoft long enough. You know what they're going to call something. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm assuming they will be tied to office 365 groups in some capacity. I'm sure, you know, there'll yeah. be another group resource um, for those different things. Um but I, I, I think it's something they could have probably more tightly incorporated into Teams, um, like made it a new, new feature of the Teams product necessarily. At least that's the way I would have approached it. Because I think a lot of a lot of some challenges that people have with Teams is how structured it is with with, with different things. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, it, it's interesting because, you know, you have it's basically the, the loop framework is there or the loop uh, workspace. You can just, you know, drag and drop different things onto the board and everything. They, which why I like is it to like make a mural board like you mentioned before or something like that. Um, but also you have the, the files that underneath the tree and the workspace and for, you know, pinning different things there. And so. Let's, 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 let's break it down. a lot to digest. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is a lot. So let's break it down into three digestible slices. Right. So as you mentioned, there are loop components. That's the first thing that's going to be out of the gate. Right. And I'm going to use Microsoft words. In fact, I'm going to actually try to see if I can find their words. Oh yeah. Here's their words. Right. You ready? They are atomic units of productivity that allow you to collaborate in the flow of work on a loop page or in a chat or in an email or a document. So full stop. That is number one, probably going to be one of the most key things about Loop in my mind at this moment, right? So if you're in Teams or if you're in an email or if you're whatever platform in the ecosystem you're on and you need to pull a, a particular component in, um, be it uh, voting tables or be it objects or being able to add um, components that you have 
already published uh, as a component, you're able to integrate those into your standard workflow. So you're not going to Teams and saying, oh, Teams, here is this thing and you need to go to Teams. You're now able to incorporate those into Teams, into email, into chat, wherever you're working. So, so that's the big differentiator between um, collaborating on only Teams as the pure interface. The components allow you to drag your work environment into what piece of that uh, ecosystem you're working on. So to me, that's win-win, right? Uh, the, the next bit are, is in the three, the three stages is the pages. So the pages are, and you'll hear this in the branding. I think I've heard this during Ignite Week like 50 times, flexible canvases. And, and that is truly the case, right? So if you're inside a, a loop page, Think of think of loop pages in my mind when I see the demonstrations of it. I think of them as OneNote. Uh, you're able to write sections or put graphics, embed objects or components inside of inside of OneNote and move them around autonomously, reorder them, make them useful, right? Add uh, reactions and add checklists and have everything in there. So so pages to me is is OneNote amped up, right? It's like the superhero yeah. of OneNote, okay? <laughs> and then workspaces are just that. That's the culmination of saved things within uh, a project or a team environment that you're doing to have, like, say you have a project and you have a bunch of, you have a marketing component and you have, you know, a page that has some marketing ideas and you have a, uh, an operations page that has all these other components. This is the place to centrally locate all those pages, right? So think of it as almost like OneNote's, um, you know, folder view on the left-hand side. If you, if you're a OneNote user, uh, it all kind of becomes that area, which is the one place to go to get this. Now, this is not that competition to teams that most people think of because this is the, where you're interacting with it, right? And teams is a delivery mechanism. So teams can be a delivery mechanism for, for components. It's already stated. It's going to be the first bit out. Um, and, and I, and I bet you that you're going to be able to, to surface the workspaces on a tab too, as well. Uh, I'm, I can't bet that. I mean, that hasn't been said, but I, I, see that, I see that <laughs> happening as, as you know, the combination of Word, Excel, pages, or let, let's, let's not use the new terminology, Word, Excel, uh, graphics, images, tables, all the stuff that would be considered a component that you would land on a OneNote page and having a OneNote book that's shared, but more collaborative and more seamless in a web delivery model as opposed to through an app model. So th that's that's kind of how I distilled it. That's kind of mm -hmm. everything I've looked at uh, from this. This seems to be a, a great path forward because it, it centralizes uh, communication. It centralizes idea and it allows the open flow of concept to be developed upon and or, you know, abandoned or, or heralded and moved forward because we have the ability to now consolidate it there. Could you consolidate Word documents and, and Miro boards and whiteboards and maybe OneNote? Yes, you can, but they are their own individual app with their own individual purpose. Uh, people use OneNote more as individual locations for them to, to have digital paper. This is more of a place for people to have a consolidated work experience. So um, 
again, this is 50,000 foot view. These things are going to be released in stages. Components is the first to teams. Um, so after that little breakdown, that three tier breakdown, um, what are your thoughts? And do you think that how I described it will help help our business users with some of the confusion maybe around what this is? Yeah, I mean, I think as you were talking through and as I, I was refreshing my memory on some on some things from watching the keynote, um, it's almost like OneNote 2.0 for like group collaboration at its core. Um, because you have, like you said, the different pages where you can collaborate, write different sections and even incorporate some of like the, uh, the uh, Microsoft whiteboard stuff, maybe with, you know, drawing and, and different sections and also a new component with the live components or the loop components, as they're calling them, um, where they stay in sync across different apps and where you put them at. Um, you know, I, I think that that's, it's, it's one note 2.0 with lots of new added features and, and, and things like that, which you're right. Teams is the delivery, is the delivery mat is, is the delivery path. And, you know, you can surface it. I'm sure they're going to have tabs and an app for loop and teams. And it seems like there is going to be a standalone app for loop as well. Um, based off of what they said, they think they're going to say they're going to share more on that in the coming months. I would um, hope so. And I would hope that it's optimized for tablets. It, it, they would no doubt it should be. Definitely. Um, but you know, with the tree structure and it's like sections within OneNote and, and different documents, you know, it's it's a, it's a souped up OneNote um, to a certain extent. So, you know, it is curious. I mean, I, I think this is in response to you know with some of the other products out there that maybe Teams was competing with, like uh, Slack and and and, uh, and some so I've, the other ones escape me at the moment. But Slack is the main one. Um, but um, you know, the the free form flow of work and and not you know. Teams is probably a little bit more structured in that sense, but I think Loop probably answers those needs for those things. And you know, as anything with Microsoft, it's all it's all going to be integrated and and work together in a seamless way. So, so I submit that it's that there is a little bit of smoke and mirrors, uh, and and here's the smoke and mirrors: is that it is free form, but it's also secured and controlled. Yeah. Um, so anything that is collaborative, um, giving people the flexibility to move and do in which they are most productive is key. And when I say smoke and mirrors, I make it sound like it's disingenuous. That's not the case. I should say there's a little bit of magic behind the scenes, right? So everything in the 365 slash Microsoft world and culture is brokered with identity and access management. So you'll see that these, these, these loop um, items are going to be able to be you know, controlled and marshaled based upon where they're play like the, like the components are going to be able to control, be controlled, marshaled by, do you have access to where these things are live? Right. That'll give you that. So it is, yes, it's not the wild west, like the competing products that are out there that struggle with, you know, identity and access management from a security perspective. Um, it is, but it is enabling people to do everything that you can on those other platforms, but it does have that layer of, of, uh, yes. security that kind of covers that up. Right. It's attempting to marry the best of both worlds. And you yeah, know, that, that's all you can do really. Yeah. Um, especially from an, and and business and enterprise, you know, per uh, standpoint, yep. you know, and uh, yeah, that's, you know, like you know, my Microsoft always gonna have the underlying layer of IAM. That's what they're well known for. And, you know, <laughs> this is what they, uh, you know, that's what they, that's what they're always known for. Active directory has been around since 1800, you know, whatever, whatever year it's been, <laughs> you know, it wasn't 1800. Uh, <laughs> A long while. Um, um, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm curious to, I, when I first saw it, I was like, what? And I, I didn't really understand why, what the, the, why 
I think more of my issue was how it was being marketed and and how they were branding it as far as a completely separate app. But I think locking in on it, I mean, I think, you know, after letting it simmer for, I guess, Ignite's been a week or so removed here, a week, week, week and a half maybe, um, that, it, you know, it, I'm curious to see what they do with it. I'm curious to see what the components are. I mean, I think the Fluid Framework is an awesome thing. I think they have the different components live in different places and data is always up the sink no matter where you edit it that's i think that's super cool and super you know it's definitely a nice little added notch in the microsoft belt um but yeah i'm curious to see where it goes i'm curious to see how it develops and and how it integrates with the rest of the products in microsoft so yeah so you know keeping with the theme of of collaboration but also um teams so there's been a lot of announcements on Viva and we've heard about Viva for a while now. And, you know, I'm going to attempt to screen share and I know our listeners are probably going to like eye roll because you can't see my screen. So I won't do this for very long, uh, but Viva insights. Uh, are you using that Dev? No, I'm not. I mean, I, I've, I've been wanting to get more into the Viva aspect in general, um, but I have not been using anything particularly uh, like Viva Insights or anything recently, you know? Yep. So I'm kind of doing Viva Insights right now. Um, so I'm going to pop open a screen share and, and I'll kind of talk through what this looks like. So let me get my screen up here. Um, let's go this way. Let's do this. All right. So we're streaming my screen. So uh, I know there's really nothing that is... Um, compromising that I should have on here. So we should be good. So every day at four o'clock, I get this little not notification because it knows I work remote and it says virtual commute. You're ready to wrap up your day and mindfully disconnect. So if I say, let's go, um, it sits, it gives me an option here. It's like, Hey, looking at to do, it's going to look at, can I add it? Do I need to add a task for, you know, to do? So if it looks at my to do and there's tasks that are, you know, coming up or I want to push out, it gives you the option to do it right here. Or if there's something you're like, you know what? I need tomorrow morning. I need to get up early because I need to do end of year reviews so I can punch, punch something in here real quick um, and say, let's, let's just do that right now. End of year reviews. I can hit add task. It's going to add it to my to-do, right? So now if I hit next, it's going to look through and it's going to say, oh, ITP Tech Talks is at 5.30. So we have a Tech Talks we're recording tonight at 5.30. I need to do this. There's this event. Um, next. Okay, sure. It's fine. And it says, reflect your emotions to check on your well-being for the day. And am I happy? Am I like just good? Am I meh? Am I sad or am I... <laughs> so, you know, I'm recording right now and, uh, and I'm recording and I'm going to say very good because I'm recording next. And it's going to walk me through this virtual commute, right? It helps you just kind of like get down and, and kind of cool down and get out of your own space. I am not going to do this because we're not going to spend 10 minutes with headspace <laughs> meditating. Uh, but, you know, we can if we felt so inclined to say, you know what? I, I worked remotely and I answered all my stuff. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go out to, the, to my family and I'm just going to like decompress so you can go through the headspace uh, meditation. So I'm just going to close that out. But then you get brought up this here, right? So 
you know, it, it has all these things in here, right. That you can do that kind of helps you wrap up your day. Uh, it's going to look at your focus time. It's going to look at, you know, if you have not, if you're overdue with sending an email, if you send somebody, I'll get back to you. Or if, if it reads that you have a question for someone, somebody's waiting on you, you're able to like, say, you know, handle all this stuff. You know, if I want to send praise to my colleagues, like if I think, you know, Michael Devlin's doing a great job working with that customer for Aspirant. I can say, hey, hit send praise. Now, obviously, this is a test tenant. This isn't the Aspirant tenant. So uh, be not afraid. Um, <laughs> but you can continue through here. And I'm not going to continue through here uh, because there are things on my calendar I don't think the, the public should see. Uh, but we, you have the ability to stay connected and, and, and it'll look through your email to make sure you're not missing stuff. So you wrap up your day it's going to make sure that you're productive, you're attentive to your, to your coworkers and your clients and or your business partners. And then you can also hit protect time, which allows you to say, you know what, I've been overworked. I've been doing a lot with customer stuff. I need to really have some focus time to really, you know, put my time entry in or put my time entry in or put my time entry in. <laughs> so Not so subtle. <laughs> yeah, not so subtle. So, I mean, there, there is ways to do that, right? And, and be able to be mindful of yourself too and kind of decompress because I know, especially if you're working remote or even hybrid, partially remote, it's hard to take the step away from the desk and then to the family without, if you don't shed that off of you, it's coming with you and you want to make sure your interactions with your family are positive, right? Um, I think one of the best things from interactions with my family has been working from home a good majority of uh, for, for a while now, because, you know, I do take not just to interact with them throughout the day, you know, I'm pretty much married to, you know, this mic, a phone, a camera and writing, you know, architectures up, but being able to naturally segregate from work to home and have that time to just decompress and have an understanding because one of the worst one of the things i used to do every night um after i was done with work after i drove home from a commute uh you know eat dinner then i would sit down and i'd open my phone up and i start looking at my day tomorrow i don't do that anymore i do that here with viva insights i see what my day tomorrow is i look at my to-do making sure i'm not i don't have any lagging tasks i'm looking at you know you know how how my colleagues are interfacing with me and, and seeing their insights, because if they're using insights and they're saying, Hey, I need to reach out, be proactive. The pro it, it makes me feel things are covered. And that's important because the only way you can truly walk away from the desk and out into the, into your family room is to truly leave it behind. Um, now, obviously I'm not saying, Hey, once I walk out there, I don't think it works. You know, I'm always thinking of technology and work, but um, it's not that at that stress level where I'm like really spun up over something that happened today that I'm going to have to wait to get back into the office for. I'm trying to wrap it down. That virtual commute, uh, I used to do that on the way home. I listened to a podcast, uh, not our own, uh, listen to a podcast and, and, and try to just get out of my own head for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then for like five minutes or so, trying to refocus on what I need to do for tomorrow. But I'd always wind up looking at that calendar, see when that first meeting is, uh, knowing if I need to get up uh, a couple hours earlier because I didn't cover what I needed to for the day. Um, it's super useful. And uh, I'm going to stop sharing here, this screen here. We don't need to see that anymore and bring us back to our regular view. Um, so uh, if you haven't used Viva Insights, I, I really recommend that you do. 
uh, it is available inside your teams uh, if your administrator has enabled it for your for your environment. But there are some other Viva components that are out there, right? Um, what are some of the other Viva components, Dev? Uh, there's uh, Viva Connections, which enables you to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, <laughs> which enables me to, uh, or enables people to uh, stay connected to you know, what's going on in the organization. Uh, as far as it goes, like with news and, and, you know, HR stuff, you know, whatever the organization will put out through Viva Connections. Um, and that's tied with Viva Topics as well, as far as the, the, the information you get. Um, Viva Insights, you had uh, tied, you had talked to um, just now, obviously. And uh, there, there's one other one, but it escapes me right now. It's a uh, learning. Viva Learning. Viva Learning, yes. And that's yep. more with the, the LMS variety learning module systems, which I, I think is a, a really critical, a really critical one, um, you know, from, from that perspective, because I, a lot of times in the past when I've talked to different clients, they've, especially with bigger organizations that are uh, very slow plotting and they have their own LMS and stuff like that, be able to hook that in to Viva learning uh, is, is critical to, instead of having to live outside of that, you know, I think that's uh, really nice as well. Yeah, culture and communications is is I think logically um, it wires in all the other Viva components and places them as cards on your mobile or on your Teams tab or however they're delivering it. But it also, like you mentioned, you know, like uh, noteworthy news, whatever you wire into it, uh, employee pulse, uh, upcoming PTO things that uh, you need to have, um, maybe a, a, an ability to. Um, maybe do a COVID check or maybe do just a general well-being check. Like, how are you doing as employee? You know, you can push a lot of that stuff out. There's integration with Workday, ServiceNow, um, UKG. There's a bunch more, but they're the ones that are top of mind that you can, you know, put tickets in or see, see the status of your tickets. Uh, that kind of couples with Aspirant's partner, MoveWorks, because um, there's multiple ways in which you can get at things. So you can, you can get at your tickets through those platforms into your team's tenant, but you can also then push that status into your uh, Viva, which is, uh, I think, kind of kind of awesome. So it, it, it provides um, it provides communication based upon your style and also tailor it towards how your the culture of your organization is and, and, and what you want to service out there. Uh, you mentioned um, the uh, LMS system, the, 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 the skill up. Right. So there's also productivity and well-being right so that's the insights insights bit right and i'm, I'm attempting to call up here the uh, knowledge expertise piece uh it's more like a knowledge management system but it's like ai driven right so it's going to look across your data and your org it's going to look at your um your chats it's going to look at what you're doing uh from interacting with your your peers and or external people and help help consolidate some of that stuff um so that's super awesome uh, in the old days, we used to be able to crawl systems with, you know, SharePoint crawlers, and you, that's more document driven, um, whereas the topics are more driven around uh, what you target it towards and allows you to surface cards, right? So you're pulling across your Outlook, your SharePoint, um, it, you know, all the other Viva pieces eventually once they're deployed. Um, so, yeah, stay, stay, stay tuned to the Viva space. I think it's uh, really worth worth touching on um, and at least looking at because it, it really doesn't take much to enable your people, especially with insights, uh, to let them to start getting into the, it might seem kind of like, why would I do this every day? Say how I'm feeling. 
you know, or, I mean, you can actually see your reflection over time on how you felt, you know, and you can map that to maybe things that are going on and, Employee health and well-being is top of mind in Microsoft and top of mind of organizations as we we say stay scattered or hybrid, right? You know what I'm thinking, Dev? I think we went a little too deep on Viva for today's show. I think we might need to have a show specially uh, just around some of the new stuff for teams. What are your thoughts on that? Unless you can fit it in and in like three minutes. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Uh, no, I, honestly, I, I, you know, teams is teams and it, it's going to constantly evolve and, and, and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, I, I think that, you know, there's always gonna be little updates here and there for, you know, to, to tweak the experience. But I think the biggest thing uh, that I came out of me, which was also probably one of my biggest things from last the last night was the uh, shared channels. Uh, yeah, piece. I can't wait for that. That's um, huge. Which I, I just, for, for those of you listening, I just actually physically applauded that. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I was curious when they first announced the business. It's been in the works for a while now. Um, when they first announced it, how is that going to work from a manager? Yeah, it's beautiful from the front end perspective for an end user, but from a back end management for the more technical people. They, and, and the, they figured the it out for mobile. They figured it out for I have no less than like like six individual teams accounts on mobile and i can oh, flip, it's i'm not even talking cool. about that i'm not talking about that i'm talking purely about like the administration of the team itself oh yeah 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 okay, you know because okay. you know the whole thing before private channels was a thing is well how do we segment that from a permission standpoint in the yeah. back end yeah. And the solution was, we're just going to create a whole new site <laughs> which which seems like that's the approach they're taking with this as well is that it's going to be a whole new site, just like a private channel is, a whole new SharePoint site is, like uh, like a private channel is, and then you'll be able to permission stuff like that. But from a team's interface perspective, it'll look like it's all, you know, together and, and things like that. Um, so, and I'm, I'm curious to use with private channels, the membership for a private channel can only be a subset of the team itself. Um, so, or a subset of the membership of the team itself, obviously with, a shared channel. That's probably not what you want. You're only going to want to share out one channel, not the entire team. So I'm curious how that's going to work as well. Um, from that perspective, I'm sure they got that figured out. I believe it's going into, I forget if it's public or private preview. Um, this, uh, I think in Q1 this upcoming year. Um, so, you know, I'm curious to see what that's going to look like. Probably looking at end of next year, probably for a general availability rollout at this point. So they've been working on it for at least two years. So, I mean, it, or probably more than that before they announced it last year. So I'm curious to see what it's going to look like and what the, the management. Uh, I could only really imagine. I could only imagine the war room. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just uh, for those watching, you can see how to follow Dev on Twitter. Uh, you can follow him at, uh, at DevlinMD13. You can follow me at prim83 uh we're gonna wrap it up here uh thank you all for listening we appreciate you as listeners and if you're viewing we definitely appreciate you as viewers as we're just getting uh onto the video side with these efforts uh you can look in the show notes look in the show notes for you know links to aspirant links to how to reach us you can always find us on linkedin please comment reach out to us on linkedin and or twitter uh we'll be more than happy to you know guide you to uh you know some answers or some bright resources to help you get the answers we're we're here to assist so without further ado any final closeouts you have dev no nah, i think we covered a lot of things so i think we're good 
Yeah, we absolutely did. Viva Topics, uh, Viva Insights, Viva Viva. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, Microsoft, for making this stuff available, and thank you, Aspirant, for making this show possible. We'll see you all in the next time. Bye. Today's show is brought to you by Aspirant. You aspire, together we achieve. This production is for information and entertainment purposes only. Not all technologies and items discussed are compatible with your system or specific configuration. Your knowledge may vary. Consult a professional before trying anything discussed on this show. Visit show notes for relevant information and links. <laughs>